0: this is the what's happening podcast um talking to all the best uh, digital entrepreneurs and people in the digital space across the world uh here with jack mate or jack Beam. so you obviously
1: couldn't get one of them today so <laughs> so, scrape the barrel but jack was in london so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was so, about yeah
0: uh although you did manage to completely fuck up getting here
1: i uh, know i went to finsbury park. park instead of finsbury square yeah i thought they're bound to be next you to, to each other you yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah why are they not
0: uh, it's a good question Yeah um, But it's I'm not 100% sure of the answer But this is certainly not in, uh, in Finsbury Park We're in
1: no. Moorgate come uh, Old Street Yeah, I like it I don't know if I did a campaign down there once Maybe with David Seaman in a taxi Ooh Maybe, name I don't drop. know <laughs> <laughs> It's an early well, name It's drop. David Seaman, mate. <laughs> yes. It's not impressive no. um, Okay, let's go, let's, go,
0: <laughs> let's go straight into it um, Your YouTube has massively popped this year Right Hugely so um, mm. We met and have talked... Uh, since Goat started about three years ago, yeah, um, when you were sitting at sort of two fifty k and you've right. grown that over the course of many years, yeah, and you're very, you know, quite open to admitting it, you were kind of steady at that. You were oh yeah, very, very it, loyal base. It fans, didn't go anywhere. But yeah. You weren't moving. Yeah, and then the or last. I should probably.
1: <laughs> you think I'd know? I have got my own podcast. But <laughs> 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 just um, whack that off, or um,
0: so, but the last eight to 12 months has really popped and i think yeah. your content style although it was grating people for the years before yeah. now people have gone for the anti-youtube stuff yeah and you've become the the, the baby face the poster boy of that well, yeah how has that changed for you
1: i don't know I, I think it changed when i kind of i did a little bit of growing up and i realized that you shouldn't just slag people off for the sake of it. Mm. Um, but if... I would just call someone a cunt for the sake of it. But can I say cunt on air? Yeah, or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to just call people cunt for sake of it. Now I call people cunts when they are being cunts. Yeah. And I think that's what put... I've said it too much, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> but um, now I, I feel like people can obviously get behind that a lot more. And when a YouTuber makes a bad calendar, that helps. Yeah, apparently. massively. <laughs> and it did help. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But um, it's... You probably wouldn't be surprised to know how many emails I get now from people going, this YouTubers is fucked up. Talk about this. And they do all the research the keem, the for keem, me. The Keem model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't necessarily know if that's what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'll point out the, the, the glaringly obvious ones, but it, it's about finding the right fit for my channel. Because I, I, I've gone on this whole thing now about this whole YouTube YouTuber honesty thing, where we need to have this honest relationship with with our audience, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when somebody's messaging me going, I think this guy might be a paedophile, I said, like, don't tell me, <laughs> tell the police! You know, there's a bit of a difference. But yeah, I can't remember what your question was, but I've gotten the paedophile, so where, where
0: were we? <laughs> um, yeah, so it, yeah, it popped hugely in the last yeah, few months. Yeah. Um, Holly we, we've seen a lot of, sort of fast-growing YouTubers here over the, the last 12 months. Stephen tries being one of them, yeah. a good friend of yours, I know. Yeah. Um, but we've, there's very rarely a point where someone has been around for so long and then has kind of grown and slowly like, and then it just goes. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think uh, makes Jack's content different to lots of other people out there?
2: Um, I think again it's probably the honesty and the realness of it I Mm. think um, everyone was very interested in YouTube to begin with and watching Little Halls and things like that and then everyone felt very far removed from them they felt that they weren't real people anymore and the whole appeal of them was that it felt very authentic and it felt like A a friendship. It felt like these people, like so many people now say they feel that YouTubers are more like their friends than their friends are. Mm. And it suddenly, everyone was kind of hit this plateau of like, oh, this isn't the same anymore. Mm. Then you came along and you're actually, I think that's bullshit as well. Or Mm. pointing the things out that so many people were thinking as well, but no one was saying. Yeah. Especially in the public eye. Everyone
0: was in that niche. Everyone was in those collectives anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of calling that out as well. You're going, okay, well, why is he mates with him? Is it just because it's commercially beneficial? Yeah. I I think you've become you've become popular in my eyes because now people are more aware that people make money from their audience Right. and before they weren't and yeah. therefore they're like why are you calling them out so much why is it a problem why is it a problem and yeah. you're like it's a problem because they're fucking millionaires yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Uh, they're leeching this and this and this and I get that you know we're part of that that industry we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're a branded content industry yeah. um, and and your content is just a backlash to that, yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, well, it's fine to be doing branded content like you do on your channel, and mm-hmm. you know we've worked with the right people to get to the right audiences. But it's when they're doing the wrong things, yeah, to their audiences. There's just it's just wrong, and that and that's been a huge theme in the last 12 months. Yeah, here. for sure. I
1: I feel like um, like what you were saying with um, the YouTubers being the best friend next door and and all yeah. of this because obviously I've been around. A while, and I've I've sort of known a lot of these YouTubers. You're a wily old fox, of the industry. yeah. <laughs> I, I've always kind of had that issue with it. I've always had that issue with uh, as soon as the first brand deal started coming in, um, because when Charlie is so cool like I don't know if you remember him he was a Charlie McDonald, one of the first of the vloggers one of the reasons I got into this when he was doing like the wine gum challenge where he was just counting how many different colour wine gums he got in a packet <laughs> and there was no there was no the like pinnacle of yeast <laughs> <laughs> there was no there was no brand they, they weren't on board with it but um, he was very much like oh he's just a guy talking to a camera and then there was that kind of honest approach to it and then as soon as you, you, you're able to start making money from it that's fine obviously that's what we all do and that's what I do but there needs to be like I, I felt like they were being too subtle with it do you know what I mean and then when all the laws came out for the, you have to put the hashtag ad people found a way around that and I was like why do you need to find a way around that like be honest about it tell people that's what you're doing and who gives a shit but uh, and, then, and then it gets us to where we are now where they build this big audience, and they sell them a jumper with their name on for fifty quid. Mm. So how is that worth fifty quid? Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's because it, it's almost like they've seen them, and I've heard YouTubers speak sort of behind the curtains and stuff, and and they, and and they do treat a lot of their audience like customers, and of course that's yeah. how you 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 run a business. But you you can't you can't do that as alongside pretending you're their best friend mm. because then that's where yeah. The, the word exploitation comes up do you know what I mean fine you need to make your money fine they are customers but then don't pretend to be the best mate that they can call up whenever they've got a problem because <laughs> when they do have a problem they're going to try call you up or try email and you're going to get your security to kick them the fuck out <laughs> so.
0: and what, what the problems that you find being on that side of the dice mm. so you've come at it at the not aggressive way but the the anti-YouTube side yeah. so have you what the problem been for the brand side of your your business on YouTube,
1: well, hardly any of, hardly <laughs> any of them want to work with me. <laughs> but the ones that do um, accept it massively, yeah, and embrace it as well, yeah, and let me do what I want to do. And I feel like because I'm honest to the point of even like sometimes some brands will be so open to me, just going, well, this brand gave me a shed ton of money, yeah. so check them out. Yeah. My audience will check them out because yeah. because they they feel like they're they're with me. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. not getting yeah. any of the money, but that's that's kind of that's kind of why that works and I think that works for the brand and for me Do you uh, Holly
0: we obviously work on lots of campaigns where audience yeah. targeting and that sort of uh, space is really important mm. um, Jack's audience is, is hugely loyal uh, interestingly and having worked with you a long time now is UK based yeah. um, male heavy but it's skewed mm. massively in the last 12 months yeah. to more females now it's like 70% female yeah, yeah. it's mad um, <sighs> Why, why do you see that his audience is, is so, or that an audience like his is so much more uh, engaged in brand products than, than lots of other guys who have got huge generalized audiences and he's got yeah. a very niche audience?
2: Well, I think, again, it's the whole awareness thing. They're aware of what's going on now. People are very clocked onto it, and I think you have to move with the times beforehand. People are happy to kind of just support someone blindly, whereas people value that it is, especially like the target audience that you have they're so set on it being peer-to-peer and being friends and things like that and Mm -hmm. it's the general characteristics of a friendship which is what people feel with the YouTubers Mm -hmm. is it's loyal, it's trusting and all of that and that's what they feel they get from you so I think that they value you and they also can see that you're being honest with them and with that kind of reciprocity that then causes them to want to support you and want you to do well yeah and they want you to keep not so much calling people out but showing that on his side and i think they hope it will encourage other youtubers as well so yeah 100%. i think it's like a knock-on effect it it benefits them and their viewing mm-hmm. and it benefits you too
0: yeah i should ask this before we started but what youtubers do you watch
2: um oh i don't know i just end up kind of down weird like holes of like different like things but um yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) your sidebar isn't
2: I'm not really sure it completely depends I think kind of like vlogs things like that things that aren't too like curated um um yeah I think things I don't have like a particular thing that I'd watch
0: do you watch the comedy? Do you watch um, Will and e, Obviously the people that I know you're friendlier with.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I <like> friendlier. friendlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watch uh, Will and E, Stephen Tries, True Geordie. People Lawrence are doing McKenna. something
0: slightly, again, slightly different to the norm. Yeah. Like kicking back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it easy, and it's probably the same with you, I find it easier to watch people that I've met and they haven't been bastards. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I know there's there was people that were I, were, I don't know if I'll know off the top of my head, but I'm sure... In the past, there's been people that have been friendly. Uh, not I say I've enjoyed their content. Then I've met them. Yeah. Not been a big fan of them, and then can't watch the content anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because
0: we know We're, that the content, therefore, is just a facade. It's yeah, just a character. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's uh, there's been times before where I've not. Like the opposite of that, where I don't like somebody's content, met them, found them really interesting, and then I watched the content to try and work out what's going on in yeah, there. And then and there's
0: and the ultimate thing, which is meeting someone, being friends with them, and getting a haircut. Yeah, well, yeah. There, <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
1: Now, yours is better than mine because I dyed mine white, but it's sort of just gone out now. It says uh, permanent on the box, but it clearly isn't. <laughs> and now I've just got this ginger thing going on. I'm trying to embrace it. But no, it looks, looks smart, mate. Yeah, You're going to start vlogging now. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a
0: yeah podcast? I've, got a sh- I've got a shed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the YouTube especially in the last like, 12 months whilst you've been growing hugely has taken a turn mm. into doing different kind of products so seen the podcast boom which you did yeah. and got part of and, mm-hmm. and did very successfully as well mm. in terms of guest wise was yeah. incredibly successful and let's talk about that mm. how difficult was it to convince traditional people Eddie mm. Hearn Ricky Gervais people that are working in the traditional media model yeah. to do something so YouTube focused or so like new age
1: I think it was re- it was really easy, but I think that's because those guests they just get it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like Eddie Hearn, he does YouTube stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Gervais will do anything if it's got the word YouTube or podcast in. That's his that's his field. But I, uh, yeah, the guests that I've had on there. A part of the reason we went for them is because they do they do stuff like that on a on a uh, almost a day to day basis. Mm. I don't know how easy it would be to to get somebody if they if they didn't already do that kind of thing. And it's you also know?
0: about making that content enjoyable when they're actually when they actually are there if they're not comfortable in that space. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'd like to think that I would only get people on that with the exception of the Josh Peters thing because the reason he was on there was to have an argument. But usually, I would get people on my podcast that I genuinely feel I would get on with. Because otherwise, it's just going to be an awkward hour, isn't it? Mm. Like as I'm experiencing now. Because mm. I hate you both.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, you only met me ten minutes ago. <laughs> Are you, been
0: kidding, been <laughs> you been kidding me that you paid me for your yeah. ears <laughs> for money? Um, Ricky Gervais, yeah. obviously the biggest name you, you've worked with. Yeah, looked like the best hour of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What I did have a semi. For yeah. The whole hour, yeah. <laughs> what was it like? Uh, Interviewing your hero—you'd obviously done it a few times before. but yeah. that was like a proper, like you'd taken it from sort of sofa media junket mm-hmm. to this is, hour This is your show, the Jackmate show. Yeah, and Ricky was a guest rather you, than kind of the other way around.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it was unreal. Uh, I couldn't quite believe I was sat there for the hour. He came to me, which was bizarre, mental. Um, but yeah, I think with him, it's ju- it's just it's just I've it was just finding that golden nugget i i know a lot of people are inspired by 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 people obviously um and i don't know if most people's heroes yeah. would be that willing to give as much time to me as he did and he still does like i'll ask him a question in the dms he'll be straight back telling me what yeah. to do. He's somebody that loves people starting the new thing and just going with it because uh, as I'm sure you probably know he, he he doesn't like this whole get rich quick big brother type um, mm. models that are, we see today. So, so I he's think it's massive into you because you've taken fucking ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, yeah, so he he's all for it and and he's just as I say it's just it's just one of those rare occasions where it just all falls into place. But no, it's good. It was and and the podcast was a series for uh, a
0: series like four, three, four months. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you're doing something else, and you've, yeah. and you've done you've traditionally done lots of different series and tried lots of different things yeah. that are almost without it being, uh, you know, very, very simply put, but mm-hmm. like TV shows style. Right. Mm-hmm. What's the thinking behind creating these series, and, and what's the success versus the content that you've been made well not famous for but you've you've made your name from
1: I I just like making stuff that that looks the part and um, that can't just be done overnight because with my videos what I've been doing for years is sitting in a shed and calling people out and as much as that gets the views and as much as that's I don't say anything in those videos that I wouldn't live and die by it's pretty easy somebody Mm. fucks up I turn on the camera call him a twat or what, whatever other colourful language I decide to use on the day and then get views. And that's not, my, that's not what I want my career to be. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You're eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie Day's is fucked up again. Whoa, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Put it to the side. Yeah, Get me on Apollo and I'll just <laughs> slag off Casper Lee for an hour. Um, yeah, that's not what I want to do. So uh, um, comedy has always been my end goal. I've always yeah. wanted to be funny and um you're still trying yeah yeah still trying and failing because i'm here on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so with those with those longer format things like the podcast and the click new clickbait show i just feel like that's that that's content i'd like to watch so if i can create content that i would watch then i'm not too fussed if anyone else does because
0: you believe that your audience is relatively similar to you yeah and you've created an audience that's loyal to you and therefore they've got a similar personality. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't tend to explain my jokes anymore. Back in the day I I would ma- I would make a what I and I'm not the smartest guy as you know, but I would I would I would write what I would assume would be a a more intelligent joke and then I would dumb it down dumb it down dumb it down because there's kids watching me now I don't feel like that I just I I will Got people with you yeah I will I will use subtle references and stuff like that and they get it and they and when I see somebody quote something in my comment section that's such a niche little dig at something or a reference the, then that's the you best thing ever. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I know what, I, especially Holly, will be interested in, um, and I've had a bit more exposure to over the, the last few years is mm-hmm. what does it take to make a video like that? Make a video that, you know, last year you've had plenty of videos hit the million mark. Mm-hmm. What does it take to make a, a viral hit? Well, for me,
1: or on a whole?
0: Well, no, for you, like, what? what's. Because you were you're at a place where you were getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, and yeah. now you've hit, you know, so Bella's calendar helped. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's no hiding from that. Yeah. Um, I'm the I'm only person well, that you know. got
1: my money's worth from that <laughs> calendar. <cabin. laughs>
0: but what what makes a viral hit like th- th- there's so much laughing about putting your dinner aside and going, okay this is the time to to jump on it but what really goes through your head do you write the jokes do, like, what's the process do you practice hundreds of times in front of the camera before it happens
1: i think i know it's going to be a hit if if i'm on it straight away so if it happens then the next day i've uploaded because i can be a lazy bastard who won't upload for a month um and then, if you try and talk about something, obviously, it's simple stuff. Being reactive obviously helps. Um, I think another thing that I've learned to do recently is inject just the right amount of humour in a video in which I'm essentially attacking someone for their actions. Um, and, and just, I know it sounds obvious, but just say the right things. Because back in the day, I would just say, that guy's got shit hair coming from me. It's mental. But <laughs> <laughs> I would just point out things that people can't help. And yeah. now you're pointing out things they're doing yeah. and things they can help and change. Yeah. Um, that's what people... So I'm having better points. I'm thinking more about what I'm saying and I'm adding humour to it. And that's where I think I differ from people like Keemstar who are just... In uh, insult merchants. Yeah. Yeah. So is it do you write the jokes?
0: Is it all yeah. off the cuff? Do you do you put the camera on and just roll it and then just keep going? And
1: I write. I, I people will be shocked to know I write it almost to the word.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm really all, surprised by that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of people say that almost to the word. Even to the bits where I'm like, like you, some of the things I have scripted. Uh, e- even when I say the wrong word and go, oh, I said that wrong. That's in the scripts. That's in the script There will be times When it's improvised When I say something Off the cuff And I think it's funny enough To stay in But I would say 85% of it Is writ- written almost to the word And that's why It takes me ages To write the scripts Because I write them As I talk So with like Different in- inflections On the word And tone And delivery And stuff
0: You're a pen and paper man?
1: No You're typing it out I've got a computer mate <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant, <isn't> that? <laughs> Yeah brilliant Aren't they? <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> <Yik>.
0: <laughs> um, do you print it out? Uh, you, what, yeah. Like, so is it? Yeah. Because uh, uh, I'm imagining a uh, like some sort of. You, hold on. So it's printed out. So you're you're sticking it. Like, no,
1: I just have it there. I I've all have. i um, sometimes have it on my phone. But when I do the reaction videos, so I'll like watch a little clip, then I'll say a line. I'm not watching the video at all I've already watched it I've already cut it up It's in Final Cut Pro I've written my my lines So then I pretend I'm looking At my phone But I'm looking yeah. at the Line I'm about to say Nice. Okay. And then I think the reason why Like You might see a bit of Like this woman Talking about how she sleeps With her dog And then I'll I'll look to the camera And I'll laugh and that's a genuine laugh because I've forgotten the line. That's yeah. Coming, I, I may have wrote, like written that the next day, and I'll get and then I'll laugh. <laughs> so I so I don't watch the video up in my shed because it is far too hot in there to sit there and oh, really? watch a video. So you're yeah. limited limited
0: time yeah. man yeah. In, in the yeah. shed. Yeah, I am in and out, and that's why
1: I don't <laughs> tend to make a lot of videos. Why did you
0: <laughs>
1: Why did you call it the shed when it's very very clearly not? Is it clear? Yeah, very clear. It's got... (laughs) It's my whole act gone. It's
0: got a window in the roof. (laughs) You've got a barn
1: conversion (laughs) in the shed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you could see the window the first time. When I I first started um, filming in there, I used to have it nicely framed. And now I can't be fucked. So I just (laughs) get the tripod and you see what you see. But uh, yeah, no, I just called it a shed and it's stuck. And the amount of people that believe it, you'd be shocked by. Really? Yeah. They come up to me in the street. Why do you film in your shed? I don't fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's horrible. It's like, um, it's like a sauna up there. Is it? Yeah. It's weird, because when I moved in... Why, why, why did you choose it? Why, why, why was that the setting? Just because it was easy? And it was up in the in the roof, so my housemates couldn't hear me chatting shit. Um, and, yeah, when I moved in, it was weird, because it's like, it traps the heat, and then in the winter, it... It's really cold, and <laughs> just very it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <So we're laughs> never good. I didn't think of this until my sort of kind of weird uncle came round. But there's loads and loads and loads of plug sockets, right? And to to us, we're like, okay, there's loads of plug sockets. Maybe it was an office. He reckons it might have been a, a cannabis factory.
2: Uh, really? Yeah. yeah.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> PG. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brands keep I'm on not, I'm not sure if this is what you wanted from the podcast. <laughs>
0: um going back to to things that have changed YouTube mm. uh for better or worse in the yeah. last 12 months boxing. Yeah. You've been outspoken recently on on that. Yeah. Um what are your what are your genuine thoughts on on where it goes commercially, where this could potentially end up is boxing the extent of it are we going to see different are we going to see YouTuber total wipe out are we going to see like is this going to be I'm a sure thing I'm sure we will that, yeah. yeah
1: I'm sure we will I like it I'm glad that, that it's happened and I'm f- for the first fight the Weller KSI fight I tried to play it cool and I was mm, I'm not too fussed about that <laughs> and I got fully sucked into it Yeah, no, and, no, I Yeah, and, and, and this I got time so,
0: I played it so cool I got invited ringside and went nah yeah yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe that good I was first on the phone <laughs> any, Anywhere you can get me uh. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah no I, um, I'm i watching all the drama videos If I see any video that, Oh yeah straight um, on like, it Yeah I'm straight on it Watching it um, Yeah I don't know um, And I really haven't given it enough thoughts Probably given a, a proper opinion now But I don't know I'd be interested to see Hear what you two think But what do you think about this Being put behind a paywall now uh, well it's kind mm-hmm. of contradicting
0: their what they're all about what they're yeah. all about what their audience has grown yeah. from yeah but it uh, is the
1: natural progression I get but I, they've I guess. got to
0: they've got to show how YouTube can be different and how it can monetize. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously I think there would have been a, it would have been a worse hypocritical move if they'd have sold it to Sky because then they would have gone okay well yeah we've got all this amazing audience here on YouTube but we're doing this over yeah. over here on something that's traditional and and that would have massively changed it. I think. So what is still going to be on their channels. It's not going to be on their channel. It's just going to be through one channel, KSI versus Logan, right? Which has now got half a million subs, a million yeah. subs, um, and it's just going to be streamed through there for ten quid, um, and then it mm. will stay as uh, pay per view for two weeks, and, and then, then it'll, it'll be and then it'll be uploaded. Um, but just the pay will be pulled down, and they're expecting about hundred million views once the pay be pulled down. Uh, on that video over the next year, um, right? So you only
2: pay to watch it live, and then you can watch two it two weeks. Three if you, no, no, video oh. on
0: demand. So you will for the two weeks afterwards. If you want to watch it back in full, then you'll have yeah.
2: to
1: pay the, the same price. Oh wow, um, it's iffy, isn't it? That is iffy. Yeah, just because, as you said, it is. It's against everything they've ever done. They've always it's always they're they're YouTubers.
0: Yeah, I mean, the difficult. Difficult thing is, it is against everything they've ever done, and I'm on the fence with this as well.
1: Yeah, right? but
0: they've also never done a production anywhere near the size of this. No, it costs millions to put on something like this. Yeah, put it in an arena, put the big screens in, put the yeah. lights in. Yeah, get Michael Buffer to do it. Yeah, you know, like all these things t- cost a lot of money. Yeah, to do two press conferences, one in L.A., one in uh, in London. Yeah. like this this is a serious operation. So, mm. have they ever? charge for video content before no but mm. have they ever done a piece of video content anything like but this then w- before but then
1: would they have the massive audiences they do have if they were charging for, for their content from the start they wouldn't no, no. um no and, and so that this is, is I'm, I'm the same as you i'm on the fence i can't make my mind up about it i was it, shocked they did it at the price they did it at yeah i thought they'd do it for a
0: quid right um which i'd have gone fair play you found the hybrid Mm-hmm. I pay everyone should pay a quid to watch a night of boxing on YouTube people wouldn't have cared that much Um, but I think their opinion is if you're paying a quid why not pay 10 Um, but then it gets too then you've got to remember and when you're paying 10 quid that you're not watching boxing you're watching YouTubers box that's a very different thing and you can buy a boxing pay-per-view for 20 quid I'm sure you watch Dillian White uh, a few weeks ago, yeah, uh, and the on the Chisora, uh, and the Chizora was on the card. You know that mm. was twenty quid, by, yeah. then, and that was fucking great, yeah. And I knew I was going to get
1: great boxing, mm. but then, but then I think the audience they they know so, what they're going to get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to get. I'm sure you'll get a handful, but I don't think boxing fans are going. well I better better get that. Do you know what I mean? It's it is the YouTube audience that are going to be paying for it. So. and as a YouTuber looking on, are mm. you
0: excited by the prospect that this is where it's going? Um,
1: I'm not that asked. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that asked. I'm not involved, so they can they can do or invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm not that bothered to answer your question. But do you do you appreciate the? Because poten- I, I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Could I? I couldn't no, no, put no, something behind it. Like what
0: you're saying before we we went on air. Like there's a potential you know for you to do tv presenting comedy tours like yeah you know, there's there's all sorts of different things that you can move into now yeah. this is only going to be paved the way by the guys at the top yeah. doing something that breaks
1: the mold I, I think that mold was broken years ago though like what you see people like jack whitehall and even gervais and that they're coming over to youtube and making youtube channels but it's a very very big
0: difference for someone big to Try and bring an audience and monetize it one way than someone growing an audience and then trying to monetize it in the traditional mm. where people don't believe in the in the new they yeah. always want the old mm. and this is kind of going fuck you to the old yeah. do it ourselves yeah um, and I've got a lot of resp- I have a lot of admiration for that yeah um, and
1: c- yeah YouTube's won hasn't it vloggers have won yeah that's that's what's happened there and you used to have old sixty five year old white men working for BBC probably. Six seven years ago, didn't want anything to do with them. They're nothing, do you know what I mean? They're just cretins in their shed, some of us are, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've, they've won now. They've won like KSI and Logan are going to sell more tickets, or what more people are going to watch it than the, than the Mayweather fight. People are predicting, mm. do you know what I mean? It's insane. So, yeah, you I mean, I'd be
0: very surprised if more people watch it live than the Mayweather fight.
1: But overall. Overall, potentially. Mm. But the fact that we're even debating it is fucking mental. That's insane. Yeah, you know know they've I mean. trained
2: their whole lives for that, and we're going to watch YouTubers do yeah. it, and they're yeah. doing it for a few months. The fact
1: that we're even going, what one's going to get it? Is mental. Yeah. It should always be Mayweather. He's at the top of his get. Well, not so much now, but you know what I mean. Yeah, He's yeah. the biggest boxer on the planet. And KSI. Yeah. <laughs> he was good at <laughs> FIFA in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> he, got kn- he got known for doing the rape face yeah. when, he, when he was young. He's selling as many tickets as them now, and it is mental. That's but insane. fair, pl- fair play to him. So fair play to him. So where's the career goal then? If you're, you're looking to, at fight girls, a to fight yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> at Madison Square Garden, <laughs> yeah. get absolutely battered, <laughs> but walk away with a sack. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Comedy would be good. Um, a follow
0: like traditional route, or do you want to do a pay-per-view <laughs> YouTube <laughs> premiere?
1: I, I couldn't. I don't think I could because really? I no yeah. because it, it's like if I now release the book, do you know what I mean? I could make some money, but overall, I'm going to lose, lose a large audience. chunk of my audience. That's yeah. certainly a lot of respect from me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I can't release any merch for the for the foreseeable future. Um, you can, but you you can re- release joke merch. Yeah,
0: which I bought into massively. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that that kind of playing on the the irony of Mm. I slag off merch I slag off YouTubers and what they do their books their calendars everything you now can you should
1: release a Christmas calendar like you'd really be missing a fucking trick if you didn't do that
0: and behind everything
1: should be a piss take on what's whatsoever yeah, me, did, me, right? me and Tom had spoken right. about it and our first idea we had was um, we was going to do an advent calendar and each in each door there was going to be a j- uh, puzzle piece jigsaw yeah. piece and at the end it was just going to make a, a picture of me just sitting on loads of money <laughs> and saying you fucking wasted a month and twi- <laughs> and 25 quid or something something like that um, that'd be great yeah, yeah I think so, so yeah. Yeah. I like
0: that'd that. be great <laughs> I think the, your irony has almost created a, a separate potential revenue stream yeah um, maybe I will. Maybe, maybe mm. yeah. I look forward to talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but rewinding right the way back to, to when you started, obviously this year's been so great. Yeah, but it's been a it's been a bumpy journey mm. throughout. Yeah, um, lot of ups and downs, lots of questioning whether or not this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you continually break down that barrier? How do you continue to get through and and motivate yourself in your shed <laughs> to continually make videos for people? who at some points weren't watching it at the same scale that they they
1: yeah. were at other points the the money the brand deals like I've always been lucky it's the enough timing, to really. yeah yeah I've always been lucky enough to get the odd brand deal even when the views went in um, probably because my channel has been so niche that you do have the odd one that wants to go down that route and to be honest if it wasn't for the money then I'd have probably stopped it years ago now I have an audience and I feel validated now so when I upload Something I know people are going to listen and care to what I'm saying, and what what I like about it is they don't always agree with me because that's not what I wanted. And
0: it's also not a human relationship. Yeah,
1: it's just one. Yeah. Then the the moment they all start going like, 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 agree, 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 then I'm just another Alfie Days. Like I fucked up loads of times, and they tell me I fucked up, but that's that's the point. Like, yeah. So I I think when, as you'll know, when I was uploading and getting. 30,000 views every video. I try to keep a level head and think right before you started YouTube 30,000 was was a nice number. Like that's more than most people and I don't want to become big headed and think, "Oh, well, well I'm above that." But if you're going to make a sustainable career out of it, you can't do that on these on these 30k's and especially when I was uploading content and I'd get 60 comments. Some of them will be first first, some of them will be shit and I was <laughs> like, "Why am I doing this?" And then a brand deal will come in and that'll pay my rent for a month. And it just motivates you again. Yeah, and then that's why I'm like, okay, I will keep doing this. Um, but I've, and it was then many years of not having a niche, not knowing what I want to do, just knowing I want to turn the camera on and talk, but not knowing really what about. And now I have that. I have the niche. I know what I want to do. People, and, and above all else, as much as I can put myself down and say, yeah, it was the money... Now it's very much the other way. It's I have an audience there that I can talk to. And that's why I want to do it. And that's why I don't have a schedule. Because if I had to upload every single Monday, I'll go looking for things to talk about. And I'll be scraping the barrel of, oh, that person didn't give a homeless person a fiver. Do you know what I mean? Now now I'll upload when I want, when I have something to talk about. Mm. And, yeah, and on the other side of that, I will upload if a brand comes knocking. Because I do have to pay the bills as well. So.
0: And I think your audience, more than lots of audiences, understand that and respect yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but they respect
2: yeah. it because you've told them. You've yeah. been honest about it rather than just, oh, so, you know, love this product because yeah. this is yeah. Yeah. this. And like you're not flogging
0: merch every two seconds. Yeah. yeah. No. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, okay, he's thought about this. He's, I'm sure he's turned away a few that don't work, and yeah. this one makes sense. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think if I do ever do a stand-up tour and then I'm going to charge for, t- for ticket price, that's that's a lot different because... I'm going out there and I'm performing, hmm. and you you can come and see me. I'm gonna. Put, I'm not just gonna go, hello, have a photo. Fuck off. I'm gonna hopefully give you an hour of something that I'm gonna take years writing. That's yep. the difference, and it will be me doing it. You will see me doing it. It's not you buying a book that's got Zoella's name on. Hmm. Did she write it? Who knows? I'm there in front of you. You tell me if I'm shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's where it is, and and. I will 100% keep those ticket prices as reasonable as I can. Do you mm. know what I mean? And then it might become as a bit of a shock to me when they go, well, you've got to pay this person, you've got to pay that person. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. What about the mental toughness that you need as a YouTuber
0: to keep going through? Obviously, the money is a nice thing that keeps the timing and it kind of revitalizes you. Yeah. But in those low moments when it's not going as well as you want it to, or, or, is, or is even worse, as well as it has been, mm. how... How does that feel? As because you're alone. That's the that's the horrible feeling about yeah. being a YouTuber, right? You've got no one else to talk to. It's not like a business. I've got two other business partners. We feel the highs and the lows together. Yeah, and we've got a team of seventy people that mm. feel those highs and lows in different ways, but they feel them together. Mm. Um, and
1: unlike that, you've yeah. got nobody really. No,
0: t- that's in the same position as you.
1: Yeah, it's hard. I think all YouTubers look over their shoulder because the, I think a lot of a lot of us know that we've got a expiry date yeah so you so we are con- and, what, do you, what do you believe that expiry date is for me for you and for
0: for lots of other people in the industry
1: i think i've got another good couple of years because i feel like although i've been doing it since sort of day dot. christmas comes around every year <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <so> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i only really started to grow when i got the boom in november december so i'm still very much riding that wave um so i reckon i've got another year or two uh, but as I say, I want to get do other things anyway. So if I can do that, then that's great. But, yeah, to, yeah it is. it can be lonely. Um, but then that's why if you surround yourself with the right people, they'll push you through it. Even now, mate, I've like, all right, I'm here. I've had a meeting in London today. Mond- as much as I like to give the big I am online, I'm doing this today, I'm doing that. Monday and Tuesday, I woke up and couldn't be fucked yeah. to do anything. So I sit there and play Fortnite. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And, it, and it's my girlfriend... Um, who will be like, come on, you've got an audience here. Let's do, do something. Do yeah. you know? And then, and then I've got Tom who has been good in terms of let's do this next big thing. Let's do that next big thing. Because perhaps he, perhaps he needs it more than I do. Yeah. So he, if I didn't have him there going, can we do this? Can we do that? Would I do it? I'm, I'm a, i I'm a fairly lazy person sometimes unless I'm fully passionate about what I'm doing. And as much as I love YouTube and love ha- this audience that I have and I'm grateful, I'm only 80% there now. I'm not 100%, and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Wait for Casper Lee to fuck up. Do you know what I mean? Like, buddy will. he <laughs> will, and I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so as soon as the next thing comes along that I'm majorly passionate about, then I just keep plodding along. Do you think you could do it, Holly?
2: Oh, I don't know. The thing I find quite difficult about it is that it's not like you have a job and it's separate to you. Your job is your personality. Mm. Like you are your own brand, Mm. and that to me is you know that's twenty four seven. You can never switch off from that, and that is what would worry me a little bit. Is that everything you do, everything you react to, everything you say is your brand, Mm -hmm. and that is your job. That is your whole kind of livelihood, and I think that's what scares me. It's not a separate matter. It's you as a person, and you you can't can't scale that
0: because you can never scale yourself. That's mm. what would scare me. Yeah. It's like, from what we've done, you know, we've taken it from three of us to 70 of us because we've got a service, we've got a product that mm. we can sell people. Mm. Whereas you can never be you and another mate. Mm. You know, like it's yeah. like, it, you can only scale as much as your audience scales, not as much as the business can scale or yeah. the money can scale and that would make me feel like hemmed in but, a bit. But,
1: but then you're, you're very much more of a businessman than I am. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're in this game to make money. I, <coughs> and obviously I am as well. But money's not my main motivation. Yeah, it was when I first started, but now I have a little bit. I've realised it's not all that. I'm not, yeah. not, not, not that bothered about it. I would much rather have ha, have a have a career, and I know money comes hand in hand with that. But and that's I,
0: what you're playing to. You're playing that if we get, if I get a career, yeah, money's going to be there with me.
1: Yeah. I watched an interview with Jerry Seinfeld um, a, couple of, a couple of months ago and they asked him why he started comedy and he said because I wanted to be one of those guys just I wanted to be one of those guys and I feel that that's where I am now I want to be one of those guys I feel like I've, I've had s- so much help in hand so, so much help from um, amazing people that yeah. I, I was never truly deserving of to sit down with Gervais for an hour and stuff so if I can validate myself and do that mm. um, as he's, he, he thinks I can do it and my family and my friends think I can do it if I can get out there and then do it then I then I've then I've won I've already won can we expect to see
0: uh Jackmate being on the undercard of Ricky Gervais's Horse. I thought he was going to say a boxing fight. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Fuck well, that no. would be and great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. but like, like support. Like he obviously. Well, his, I went to his last gig and he had a young guy. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that is? You know, you do your own, mm. and then that's like the progression into into. I th- play, I think
1: it? definitely um, he like he's he's doing some um, like small shows promoting his new his upcoming tour now and he's got a few relatively unknown comics doing it and um, yeah I think I, I think I could could get on there I think he would have no problem with that um, he's he's messaged me completely out of the blue a couple of months ago saying have you started stand up yet mm. and it's like why are you messaging me that like. How have you got the time to do that? So I, I don't even think it's from a place of arrogance to say, yeah, I think I could. It's yeah. just based on based on experience. I pinch myself as much as the next man. But yeah, I, I could. Um, I just need to get the, get the hours in, mm. to really, and, and just start doing it. Because I can sit here until I'm blue in the face saying, this is what I'm going to do. But until I do it... How long does something like that take to put together for, for people that have got no idea? Yeah, I've got no idea. But I'm, I've, I've recently met... Um, somebody that is potentially going to be my new manager and she's, she's like, incredible, she knows what she's doing we're meeting all the right people and I mean we've been speaking about this stand-up tour for maybe three months now consistently and we've only just got the theme do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, then, and then I've now got to write an hour's material for it work out where we're going to do it why we're going to do it, who we're going to sell it to so I think there's a, there's a lot there's a, there's a lot to learn and I think this time next year it should we, we should be now working out when is this going to happen? This this next year is going to be very telling, I think. And is are you looking to do anything slightly different with the tour? So, you
0: know, with it, with you coming from a YouTube audience, mm-hmm. would you look to live stream nights on YouTube? and I mean, I, yeah, I mean it's an option for sure. But to I, try and you know monetize it in another way for people that could because you've got a lot of people in your. In your audience, which I'm sure will never be able to get to a gig that yeah. you're touring in different places that they'll never be able to get to, or I, you'll have international fans.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, as you, said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that bothered about the money side of it. But, but less but
0: about money, but more about your just showing that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Th- those guys have supported you
0: for the whole time. There's, there's people in America, I'm sure, have been with you mm. right from yeah, the beginning, and I'm they're sure. like, "Oh, I'm sure Jack will always go on to be a stand-up," mm. and then for them never to be able to see that. Yeah. In the, you know, Pro- like, its probability says that you're you're never going to be a huge star in America versus no. the US, yeah. just, uh, versus the UK, just because of your style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they would love to be able to see you make it.
1: I would I would happily upload the finished product when I'm happy with it. But DVD, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't just with the heckling just like cutting. There'll be plenty of that, mate. There'll <laughs> be plenty of that. I couldn't just upload the upload the live stream. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. don't want to give people shit. That's the thing. I'm not going to, even if it takes me another five years to do a stand-up tour, my audience may have dwindled by then, but I'm not just going to jump on this bandwagon. I'm at the height of my, I'm getting all these subscribers now. Yeah. Let's do a tour. Because if they come and see me and I'm shit. That's it. That's it. They're not going to come and see the second one. Mm. A, a, and and you fall. And you're f- trying to create a, long, a long-term career yeah. here. So until I'm 100% happy with what I have as a product, then, then no one will be seeing it. Hopefully, what? Jumping back to the uh, calling out YouTubers, yep. which
0: I'm sure will be part of the tour mm-hmm. in bits, mm-hmm. uh, or the world you are, you've grown up in and lived in for the last few years. I'm sure we'll have remnants of that in, yep. the, in the in the tour. Um, what sort of backlash do you get from fans, from the YouTubers themselves? Like, what? How does that feel when you've said something, you have put it out there, and then is there any point in it? where you go, fuck, oh I shouldn't have said that. Or is there, does it even get to the point where you go, I should probably take that down? Um, probably in the early days versus now, yeah. because now you're thinking about it more and being smarter with yep. what you're saying. But in the early days, I reckon there'll be times where you've gone, I should probably
1: take that Th- there down. Was, there was loads of stuff in the early days because um, I, I didn't really think through what I was doing. Now, um, in the last sort of 24 months, um, and I mean, this clip could come back to bite me, but I'm... When I post a video, I'm 100%... I stand by what I say in this video. I watch it back. I think, do I believe in every point that I'm saying here? Yes. It's going up. And if I grow to change my opinion on that thing... uh, I will make another video and I'll talk about it. I won't take it down. Yeah, you did that recently. Yeah. Did your opinion at that point? Yeah. So that's what I felt at the point. Um, The fans that, that... Like the backlash of the other YouTubers' fans... I could not give less of a fuck about it. <laughs> I really couldn't. They tweet me in their in their hordes, and they. I feel that like they hinder the pe- the person that they're defending more than me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They'll come and go, you're a fag. It's like, well, what? Because you said nasty thing. Well, yeah, but you just called me a fag. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go on their level, but it, it's just... I'm not just turning on the camera and going, here are the points. I'm thinking about what I'm saying. I'm writing it. These people are getting... It's emotional response on twitter boom 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 so my points are better than your points until you script a video and come back at me in that way you might have some points but then you, did you see the response from casper lee and josh mm. peter's that time that's better than any video i've ever made for me for my reputation because it was so bad yeah. Do you know what i mean they didn't think that through at all josh peter said I went on his podcast he tries to be this edgy guy but he's not in person so you're telling everyone I'm nice in person yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, every point they made was terrible and when I saw Casper I was actually um, down here actually watching a film and uh, I got a, got a tweet um, somebody had screenshotted Casper Lee's t- tweet and it said tonight I make a response I thought fucking hell here we go he's got 7 million subscribers or whatever yeah. so I'm refreshing it the whole time and, it, and I'm in the cinema watching Ready Player One and the video goes up, and I just I can't watch it because I'm in the fucking cinema. So I'm like, shit, what point has he got? And I didn't really like the film anyway, so the whole time I'm like looking down. I'm just looking at the response. But suddenly everyone starts laughing, and they're like, you've won, mate. You've won. And I'm like, what the hell's gone on? Gone on to his video, looked at all the top comments, and they're like, Casper, you just look a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're like, he pulled but, that down, right? Yeah, he pulled it down the next day and publicly apologised. And that's the thing. It's like, don't pull it down. If, if you mean it, then you mean it. But if you don't, then... It, it. I hate to, like, go as black and white and say, I won, he lost. Because we're not in the playground anymore. But that was very much what happened. And and his response done more for me than my videos did. Yeah. So And you would be... Again, you would be surprised at how many big YouTubers were in my DMs.
2: I wondered that. I wondered how often you actually do get people coming yeah. back to you. And what do they say? Do they say, I don't really appreciate you saying that? Or do they say... Oh, I, d- I actually do see where you're coming from. Oh,
1: yeah, the, the, they they back me, yeah. but they don't want to put they don't want to post that out there because no, they've got not. this brand to uphold. Uh, and it, it got to a point when I first started, I d- I didn't want to slag off any of those guys because they were my stepping stone. If yeah. I fuck off them, then I'm never going to become a big YouTuber because mm. they don't like me and they don't uh, want me investing. Ching, in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I met them, realized they are all massive dickheads. Didn't I think it, it probably helped me, mate, that I was stuck on the same number for yeah. so long because I thought, fuck it, this is never going to work. I'll say what. I believe and now and now it's sort of just as you know it's, it's gone from strength to strength you had
0: nothing to lose effectively yeah. and they had everything to lose yeah
1: so I'm going to say what I think and but yeah there's so many big YouTubers in my DMs that will never I, I, I'd, I'd like to wake up one day with 10 million subscribers slag someone off for the sake of it stage something and then see how many of them agree with me do you know mm. what I mean because I'm the big YouTuber now let's see if their opinions change then like yeah it's mad it's mad what do you
0: feel a different moral responsibility for things you say and do now that you have eight hundred and fifty thousand subscribers versus when you had a hundred thousand subscribers? Is there a difference in that number psychologically for you? Yeah. Um and yeah, what there's does that a, actually look like?
1: There's a lot more pressure now because I will tweet close to the bone jokes mm. now and people take offence at them. A lot a lot more. If there was four people going, don't like this but now it's 400, you think, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's annoying because I'm not the kind of person that will delete it. I'm not the kind of person. I mean, I delete tweets all the time, but only because I think they're boring. But, spelling Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't want to be someone that deletes a tweet because it because it, yeah. same as Gervais. Like I, I I hold them morals. That's why I admire him so much. But when you do have 400 people telling you that your joke's offensive when it really is, hasn't meant to... isn't then then it does start to go against everything you believe in. You do sit there on the train thinking shit, should I just delete this? Do you know what I mean? And that, More and, hassle than it's worth. Yeah, exactly. But So now I won't tweet jokes that I think uh, that could get some kind of backlash because that could be a career gone. And that's shit. Because that's the only reason I have any kind of career. Because I say what I think. Do you think you can handle the pressure, Holly?
2: Absolutely not. No way. Why not? I don't know. I think you have to have a very tough skin to mm. be able to put things out there and not really care what people's reactions are mm. and i don't think that i would have the like mental capacity to separate that you know i'd be like well oh, you don't like this you? you don't like this about yeah. me oh maybe i am actually like that or maybe i do actually do that do you know what i mean i yeah. don't think i have that gumption to be like no i believe in myself i think i'm absolutely fine and you can have your opinion i gonna have mine mm-hmm. um i think that is something that you get that you have to teach yourself to have as well mm-hmm. Yeah. you've got to be pretty strong to be able to do that and you've
0: got to have a decent support network you know having aligned yourself to Gervais and then him support you is a massive psychological boost Yeah, Your girlfriend you've been with for a long time and yeah. seen you right the way through this, this journey that's a, another strong position in, in the support network Tom for sure. Who has been with you for a, for a yep. long time? It, Less of a sexual partner, <laughs> but uh, it yeah. has been with you for a long time, and again, has seen that rise and, and been with, mates with you for uh, for the whole time. that's, yeah. that's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's weird. The Alfie Days one pound mm-hmm. challenge thing mm-hmm. that he done recently. Oh, um, it's got to that point now where because YouTubers make the mainstream media, a lot of celebrities know about it. And it just seemed like after I posted that video, there was a few of them in the DMs as well, and they're all people. They're all they're not just celebrities. They're people that I like, and it's like it must be that kind of that niche. Mm -hmm. You know, like all got the same opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I read an article around Christmas time which posted, which was subtly taking the piss out of youtube like some of the really cringy like the advent calendar deals and stuff like that he was subtly punching at them and i could tell and i read it and then once i had done the alfie video boom he popped up he was like i love it and it was like yeah but i i i appreciate it but he can't say those things because i could see it in that article Mm. in december but you could tell he didn't want to because he's got, he's got a yeah, he's got brand. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it makes sense. But if I can be the voice of that, then I'll happily be the voice of that. And what a great niche to be,
2: mm. no, definitely.
1: So, so
0: what's next? What's the short term? You've obviously got the long term planning, which is the the tour and, and everything that comes with that. You've yep. obviously done a bit of presenting work, yeah, um, and that's been successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got the personality and. Um, you know the gumption to to do that Mm -hmm. Um, is that the short term sort of filler whilst you come up with that material and and write it yeah
1: I've got um, I've got loads I'm doing loads this kind of lovely lady I've just met is sort of forcing me to do stuff which is mental but um, I've got like a TV show idea that we're pitching to a few different um, channels and stuff yeah I've got a YouTube series that could potentially be coming out in December that could potentially be about an advent calendar so I've got stuff st- I've got stuff going on now which is yeah. mad yeah I mean I think spinning the table on
0: us yeah you're obviously a YouTuber that gets brand deals and mm-hmm. understands the 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 mechanic of how that works mm-hmm. what don't you know about or what don't you think you know about certain things that goes on in the industry that you might want to ask us
1: oh I wish you'd told me this before I come <laughs> in yeah <that's
0: laughs> um, like, is there any point where in a I've just thought about it. It's like uh, you, you're in a position where you, you always get this side of the table. Mm. Um, and we're on this side of the table. Yeah. We're managing both your relationship. Yeah. And the client relationship. Yeah. Like, what do you ever wonder why something happens or why certain things happen or why they want that?
1: And well, there's, there's loads I don't understand about it. You'll yeah. just come knocking and say, this deal, is it right for you? And I'll yeah. say yes or no. Do you know what I mean? There's loads... That, that many, 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 many moons ago, uh, uh, myself and Tom went to start an agency like this, mm. and that obviously fell flat on its arse. <laughs> had a good name for it though, um, but I can't remember it. Yeah, I can create a wave. Okay. That's create awesome. a wave, but also create, create a, wave. a wave. Yeah, oh, nice. we like that. <laughs> See, that's enough to rival you, <laughs> isn't it? Rip <laughs> 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 that logo off the wall. <laughs> Um, yeah, how do you do you ever worry that like um creators and stuff might I don't know if they have that direct access to brands that you guys have, but do you ever worry that they'll try to cut you out of a deal? Yeah, I mean that's always a Does it happen a lot? Nah, it's more the
0: other way around. Mm-hmm. Brands want to try and cut us out of the deal rather than the creator. Yeah. Right. We we almost provide the creator a bit of protection. Yeah. Um because we're doing deal with the creator versus the brand and mm. you know, obviously sometimes the creator wants more control and, and they want to have contact with the brand mm-hmm. but I'm not so worried about it that way round. We're always trying to protect ourselves from brand to creator versus creator to brand. Yeah. But you know the, there's certain people in the industry that want to be more business like and want to be put themselves forward and you know even Casper who mm. Who I do admire. I think he's done some smart stuff in, mm. in the business world. You know, he's invested in an influencer agency because he wants to get closer to that brand connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I do I do understand that if you're switched on and, and you understand that you could cut someone out to get more margin because all that one that extra stage is doing is, is adding a, adding a price, but mm-hmm. they're providing a service to someone who they wouldn't necessarily be able to get in touch with before. Yeah, you know it's it's that chain it's a supply chain that um, uh, the whole world works around mm. um, and l- more times than not if you try and fuck with that chain you get fucked mm. because if you try and go around us as a creator you're only going to lose in the long term yeah. you, you might earn five grand more yeah. that month because yeah. you do a deal direct with the yeah. the client but then you won't be enough on there I but don't again. give a fuck about you anymore yeah. like, you're just going to screw me every time yeah then you know you you might lose tens of thousands of pounds over the course of a year. Yeah. Like it's just not worth it. No. Um, so that's why it doesn't matter to us so much. But the other way around, obviously, matters a lot because yeah. we don't want the brand having contact with the creator because then we're just completely out of the game. So
1: then, do you sell the the creators in right at the end? Yes. When you go for a f- when you pitch an idea or you go to a specific brand, you already have a list of creators that you know are going to be fit for that. Or we have it job in and our then mind. So uh, Hollyworks and the proposal team,
0: which come up with those ideas and pitch those ideas um, alongside the sales team and kind yeah. of display them in the right way we we give a cross section of influencers this is the sort of style we're after so yeah. if we're pitching to a menswear brand mm-hmm. uh, then you know you might be in there because mm-hmm. you've got a high male audience in the UK
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you might be in there as one of three people like oh this sort of person in our mind we're like if we get this he's in yeah but the brand doesn't know that. Yeah, We're very vague on that. We're like, this is the sort of thing, this is the reason why we're looking at these sort of people because they've got X, Y, and Z demographics, they've got uh, this style, they mm. have done these deals in the past, all that sort of logic. Mm. But really we're kind of banking these different people and we've already kind of created the campaign in our head. Right. Mm. Um, but we protect that IP because our experience and our data from what we've done before actually is the, the thing that separates us from other people because we've done so many campaigns now and we know what people deliver what based mm. on data that we've got from them right. means that we can actually go, okay, that person's going to be better than that person because of this
1: reason. Right. So if you if you um, sell a creator in yeah. and the, the creator doesn't pull in the numbers or the click-throughs that yeah. perhaps we've promised, yeah. yeah that's not necessarily I guess well it can it's be, not, but it's we, not necessarily we, your fault. Uh, you might not have got we, the right we, creator. We take the liability. We guarantee the numbers to the to the client. But say you say you come to me and you say they want this many clicks mm. and I post the video out and I'm just not that engaging in that specific video to that specific brand, mm. when usually maybe I can get them clicks. Does that then That's affect the risk we take? Does that then affect the brand coming back to you as an agency yeah, of course, again? Yeah. Right. Massively that's uh. the risk we take we take the liability that, and that's
0: a, another reason why we're slightly different to lots of the other agencies who kind of put the onus on on the creator mm. like you guys need to do this this and this and we're like we know you know what to do Yeah, and if you do it like you normally do it mm-hmm. we'll get this return because over the last six times you've done it we get an average of X mm-hmm. and, and Y, y converts um, so we, we base it off that and then we can go okay fine you're going to do your thing within these criteria um, and and we'll we'll get the return. Um, and if we don't, then we take the liability. And inside the budget that we were assigned by the client, we'll have to go and find a, a, another thing that's going to make the the numbers. Yeah. Um, because we don't estimate things. We don't. Pre- like, predict stuff we guarantee it. So, if we don't hit the 200,000 video views that we've promised a client because you only got 120, mm-hmm. then we're gonna have to find inside the budget we've been assigned another 80,000 views from somewhere, right? Um, yeah. so but we're so confident within our own internal predictions based on data that mm-hmm. we'd never get that wrong, right? But we're effectively paying the, the stock exchange with that, mm-hmm. like, we believe that we can outsmart the the creator and the brand to the point where we can promise that, and all sides win. We we take the margin because we've promised something and given the brand incredible value mm-hmm. for what we're doing. Mm. Give the creator their right price for what they're going to produce, mm. and we take the money. That's that's the model. We're just the, we're just a reciprocal that kind of fields the brand's opinion. Yeah, uh, and helps the creator get access to the money they would never have access to mm. because we're dealing with brands like Little Apple guy. Okay
1: whatever full manager genuinely think that I was saying this to Broner earlier I genuinely think with you guys I probably and um, more than any other agency yeah so. but you know Call on a consistent basis or, but keep it coming <laughs> but, the, the,
0: but the creators that, that we have good relationships with and the mm. creators that consistently perform mm. will always learn more more from us because all we care about is the value mm. and if you price yourself fairly and that price could be four million quid Mm. but if that four million quid equates to four million pound worth of brand value genuine brand value through clicks video views whatever i'll pay four million quid Mm. but if your brand value is five grand i pay you 10 i'm not going to use you again yeah but if your brand value is 10 and i pay you 10 fucking great i'll use all day that's all we care about so whether it's branded as jack may true geordie will any i don't care if your price matches your value Mm. in terms of return we'll, we'll pile in that's our whole model where lots of people are like oh okay, yeah we know Jack really well mm. um, so you know it's easy I just get a video out from him or I know Zoella's gonna do this and you know we've got a we've got a partnership with her management so we'll just side it to her because we get a kickback from 15% mm. you know it's just bullshit mm. we're just like okay well this channel on a consistent basis performs at this we'll side the money into that because we know that money equates to that and the brand have bought that and we take the cut. that's huh? it that's the model Nice um, So we're honest We're completely transparent With brand With mm. with with, um, with creator Which kind of makes That relationship Very easy to manage
1: um, All the way across Decent yeah. There
2: you
1: go Yeah summed it up mate <laughs> <laughs> You know your shit <laughs> You're allowed to stay In this office <laughs> You've uh, earned it <laughs> Well cheers for coming in Appreciate yeah, it Pleasure mate no, lots, it's been of, fun. Uh,
0: lots of different things to, to cover But I think we got to the bottom Of quite a lot of different things Yeah no mm. it was good I enjoyed um, it Finish with your prediction For KSI Logan Paul because I know this is going to go out just <laughs> before that, and, um, uh, and Jack can cut it up nicely. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jake Paul's going to wipe the floor with Edgy. Okay, yeah, and consensus is that that's yeah, that's that's the given, isn't it? Yep. I, I would love to be proven wrong because I don't like Jake Stu, uh
0: who we had on the podcast and will go out before this one, so I can say his prediction. Um, he said he's probably going to win Jake, yeah, but don't. Underestimate Deji.
1: Oh really? Yeah. I uh, yeah. I mean, I can give you my prediction, but I thought Joe Weller was going to knock KSI out. Oh really? So mm. so I know fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Call me Eddie Hurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's but that's my prediction for that one. And then the 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 main one, the one we care about. Um, <laughs> I re- Logan's. I think I think Logan's got it. Really? And yeah. what do you think he's going to
0: wipe the floor with him, or do you think it's going to be late? I might go all the or way. Points. points. Yeah. How many rounds are they doing? Five. Six, six.
1: Oh yeah. I might go all the way. Might go all the way. Um, Logan's got the reach, and he does all that. Done a lot of wrestling and shit before. I know it's a lot different, but I don't get me wrong though. My predictions completely contradict what I want to happen. Okay. Yeah, I want well, the I, yeah, I want the English lads to win. Um, but why? Because I just prefer them. I just prefer them. But I,
0: traditionally, you. I suppose Logan and Jake kind of go into that commercial model that you mm, on brand hate.
1: Yeah. I just think that as much as I've moaned and sort of slagged off JJ in the past, he's done everything right. It, like, and he's succeeded at everything he's, he's done. Provided,
0: he's always provided value, yeah. both brand-wise and also audience-wise. He's yeah. always, always provided value. So
1: I, I, I look up to him in many respects. Yeah, he's fucked up. So is everyone else. But he... <laughs> and trust me, you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. But he has smashed everything he's done. And even if he gets knocked out by Logan, he is still a massive winner and made shitloads of money. So fair play to him. But then again, having said that, as much as I don't like Jake and Logan, they're entertainers. Hmm. And if that, and if I was part and of that,
0: almost the most traditional of children's entertainers.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, perhaps they might think they're a bit more McGregor than they are. But if that was me in that situation, I would be handling myself similar, to, more more towards how they have been handling it, more to how JJ has. I'm just hoping that this whole thing hasn't gone a bit above him now, and he's he's let his ego run with him. But hmm. I want them, I want the English lads to win, but I think the Americans will.
2: Interesting.
1: There we Thanks go. very much. Nice one. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Nice Cheers.
2: one.